0: should say to you guys, and welcome to the Whitfield Report, uh, Saturday edition. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, not live from NGC Studios by the time that you've watched this, but I have recorded this in the past, present, future hour before I went on vacation. It's the magic of YouTube. That I'm premiering this episode now, and y'all are uh, watching it and still chatting in the uh, live chat box, probably gossiping about me, uh, or just chatting amongst yourselves, who knows, I might have popped in the chat room uh, already to watch with you guys. In, uh, which case, hello, future Sam. Uh, this is weird to watch, uh, myself from the fourth parallel, but I, uh, enjoy it. Fourth wall break. Um, I might not be there. I don't know, Uh, on Saturday night what I'll be doing. I could be slinging back a few, uh, beers in North Carolina. I don't know. Um... At any rate, uh, I am on vacation this week, or uh, by the time you guys see this, I'll be on vacation. Um, Right now, I'm recording this episode on Tuesday night before I leave tomorrow uh, for a family vacation in North Carolina. But I still wanted to put out a show for you guys. Uh, I put out an audio-exclusive podcast for you guys on Thursday. Uh, talking about the culture war a bit. So I hope that you guys who tuned into that enjoyed that. And if you haven't yet listened to that episode, what are you waiting for? Uh, Obviously you want to finish this episode first, but you also want to head over to the audio podcast, uh, wherever audio podcasts can be found, search the Whitfield report and, uh, check out this week's episode on the culture war. um, Real quick, as always, if you feel like contacting me about the show or uh, anything, feel free to uh, tweet me, uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at 70 underscore hashtag Sam's Savages, follow me on Gab at Sam Whitfield, although Gab is up and down, as we all know, facebook.com forward slash the Whitfield report, and, uh, sandwichfield.com is my web address. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, tonight, I figured I would, uh, change things up completely for you guys. Uh, I've talked about movies on this show before. I've talked politics. Um... I'm not going to really do either of those things tonight. I'm really going to get a bit esoteric uh, and actually talk about something else I enjoy, which is books and fiction and novels, what I enjoy reading and what I've been reading uh, lately. Uh, More specifically, I like politically incorrect literature uh not the literature some of you guys are thinking but um i i enjoy fiction and non-fiction but uh in terms of the fictional genre i enjoy uh thrillers and specifically you guessed it political thrillers and uh who is my favorite thrill author well i have a few uh, Vince Flynn, who did the uh, Mitch Rapp series, I like that uh, a lot. One of my favorites, probably my favorite author, uh, Brad Thor. Even though he was kind of never Trump, he he writes objectively good stuff. His uh, books are entertaining. However, no book, and no author has made me simultaneously laugh at some really dark shit and also uh, just have absolute wow moments at the power of literature quite like James Elroy. Now, some of you guys may recognize that name. Some of you might not. Uh, And this... Is going to be a show mainly about James Elroy, or as I like to call him, the master troll of authors and the king of politically incorrect literature in the modern era. And plus, he's one of our guys. He's kind of conservative, so I like that about him too. Uh, James Elroy... Let me pull up his, uh, Amazon page, um, so that you guys can, uh, see what I'm seeing. And we'll watch a couple videos on him as well. His humor is quite, uh, dark, but quite funny, too. And as I said, he's, he's a troll. So, uh, James Elroy. Right? Let's go to his Amazon page. Okay. So, uh, my lower third is kind of obstructing the screen here, real quick. So, let me move my uh, lower third over here a bit uh, so that you guys can read the bio, and uh, I'll also link to his site in the description because, mm, meh, why not? Anyway, though, uh, James Elroy was born in Los Angeles in 1948. He is the author of the acclaimed L.A. Quartet, The Black, Dahlia, The Big Nowhere, L.A. Confidential, which yes, that is the same L.A. Confidential, the uh, Oscar-nominated film with Kevin Spacey, uh, Russell Crowe, and uh, Kim Basinger. Very good film. Uh, and White Jazz. As well as the Underworld USA trilogy, American Tabloid, which is Easily one of my favorite novels. That's part of the reason why I decided to do kind of a show about this tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Um, American Tabloid, The Cold 6000, and Bloods, A Rover. All which are very good. Um, he is the author of One Work of Nonfiction, The Hijacker, The Hilliker Curse, My, my Pursuit of Women. Elroy lives in Los Angeles. That is actually outdated, by the way. Because uh, about five years ago now, old uh, James Elroy decided that uh, old Los Angeles was getting too expensive for him. And uh, moved into my old uh, stomping grounds of Denver, Colorado, uh, needless to say, I was already here when I found that out just a year ago, and I admit, I am somewhat jealous that one of my, uh, literary heroes is, uh, you know, is living in my old state, and I'm not able to go, you know to one of his book signings because I don't think he travels to Florida much. But um, at any rate, he's working on some new books too, or he has published uh, two new books. The first uh, is perfidia over here, which you can um, see. That came out back in, uh, let's click here, right? That was published, um, you know, uh, let's see, when was that published? I believe, okay, 2014, okay. By the way, all of his books are set in the time period of the 1940s and 1950s, uh, you will hear him explain that this too why he uh, has decided to set his um, you know books in the 40s and 50s of, of Los Angeles so perfidia was uh, is one of his more recent books his most recent book which I just picked up and uh, I'll probably be listening to this on the road, is um, this storm, which was published uh, June 4th of this year, 2019. Uh, Both Perfidia and this storm uh, take place during World War II, It is his epic, uh, one of his epic masterpieces. But, um, my favorite book, and the one I recommend that all of you guys pick up, is American Tabloid, Underworld USA, number one. All I can say is that this book, rules why it's got everything that I like and I mean everything it's got deep political intrigue right this series the the American underworld the underworld USA series takes place a bit later in this in the 50s and uh, 60s this book begins in uh, during nineteen fifty eight we see uh this book is fiction, but real world characters uh come into play throughout all, all his books, fictionalized versions of real people. Uh so this book basically follows American Tabloid follows the political handlers Of uh, JFK, and uh, you know we get to see how Kennedy got into the uh, White House, the the uh, the underworld connections, the Sam Giancana connections. How uh you know Poppy, how uh you know Pappy Kennedy was a uh, bootlegger we get all the juicy, uh, you know, details on the Kennedy family. The uh, affair with uh, Marilyn Monroe in this book is fictionalized to a certain extent, but Elroy also talks to some secret service agents uh, who were there during the Kennedy administration. So basically, this book takes place from 1959 you know, when Kennedy was first starting his bid for presidency all the way up to that fateful day in Dallas, everything in between. Elroy kind of uh you know presents his own conspiracy of who killed Kennedy. That's not the uh you know, that's not the entirety of of the book. Um but that is Part of it in the third act, at least. But pretty much what I like about this book in the Underworld USA series is, right, America, we kind of have, like, this idealized uh, version in our heads of what the 1960s was like. Everyone thinks that the 1960s, particularly the early 1960s, was a time of, uh, you know, relative innocence. Or at least that's what the normies think. Uh, No. Politicians were just as, you know, dirty then as they are now. Uh, You know, people were just as flawed and uh, inhumane. Everyone was, you know... Fucking, sucking, you know, killing, murdering each other. The world was just as dirty then as it is now. And uh, you know, th- this book doesn't really have a happy ending. It's just, it's just humanity. The good aspects are portrayed of it in this book somewhat. The baddest aspects are portrayed. It's, it's just. It's a time capsule, but it's a raw real one too. it's it's fantastic. Uh, so American tabloid I would certainly recommend really all his books I would I would recommend. Um, the other um, book that a lot of people recommend, if you have to read just two. Uh obviously you want to read uh, American Tabloid, but you also want to read Ally Confidential. The movie is fantastic, the book is even better. Again, it shows specifically in Los Angeles, how Hollywood has always been, you know, pretty slanted to the left, uh, and how they've always been doing their thing. Um how you know the, how there are good cops and bad cops in LA, and you know sometimes crooked cops and good cops. You know the lines get blurred, and oftentimes in this book, you will find yourself rooting for the quote unquote antihero. Uh, this this book is not politically cracked either. None of Alroy's works are politically correct if the social justice mob gets its way these books will probably all be banned at some point Uh, you know hopefully that doesn't happen god forbid that doesn't happen over my dead body that will happen but who knows with the way publishers cave to politically to political-cracked uh, gibbers these days. Um, *Ally Confidential is an epic noir, a crime novel of astonishing detail and scope, written by the best-selling author of The Black Dahlia. A horrific mass murder invades the lives of victims and victimizers on both sides of the law, and three lawmen are caught in a dead... In a, deadri- in a deadly spiral. A nightmare that has loyalty and courage and offers no mercy, grants, no survivors. Now, these books are also long in the tooth to read, but they're fantastic as well. Uh, okay. Where do I begin with the, uh, you know clips here shall we let, let me switch this back to the uh, camera view here so uh what what is hang on I've I've got a I've got it, oh, that's Amazon Prime. I thought it was something uh, counting down on my computer. Sorry about that. Uh, Anyway, so where do we start off in the clips department? So, like I said, uh, you know, Elroy is, is a hilarious character. Well, first off... I want to uh, start off playing this clip, James Elroy on Obama. So, um, this is hilarious. This is where you can see that he's somewhat conservative. I'll also be playing a, 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 a segment of an interview he did with Michael Savage a few years ago. That's pretty good as well. So, uh, here's James Elroy on President, on President Obama. From an interview back in 2012, actually. So, uh, you know, let's let's pull this clip up. Uh, cut number, clip number one. Uh, go.
1: First of all, Obama looks like a ring-tailed lemur, and I don't trust him. I don't trust him. I think he's completely full of shit. I think he'll squander what, where, why do you a lot think of our that? prestige. He spends too much money. He doesn't take a hard line in the Middle East. He's creating entitlement programs they are going to bankrupt this country. He has waged class warfare and come down against success. It is not our birthright. As Americans to be taken care of from the cradle to the grave. This is a warrior nation. We survive, we thrive, as long as we cleave rigorously to the concept of private enterprise and personal responsibility. And his every utterance goes in the face of that. What do you think? In short, where's Ronald Reagan now that we really need him?
2: Well, was Mitt Romney Ronald Reagan and Leo No, he was him? not.
1: He was not. But what a fucking head of hair.
2: That's true. That's true. And see, I, I, That fucker could give me a transplant. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Where do you see America going? You know, you must become, as a historical novelist, a bit of a prophet after a while. At least fancy yourself one, right?
1: No. 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 I'm like Barry Goldwater. Yeah. Senator Goldwater, it has been said that you shoot from the hip. And he
2: goes. <laughs> yeah, and I never miss. We're not going See, down the drain in this country. What, I mean, I nah, no, we're going to survive. Yeah, we're going to do this going to do And what in what in us is going to make us survive? What what you know? What's Great. the element that can't be ruined? Sorry about my that lower third
0: being
1: out of whack here.
2: That P. J. O'Rourke
1: described, and this is a very rough paraphrase of. America, we're descended from a grizzly bear and a stock market crash. We hold our sock hops in hell. And it gets better and better and better as he goes along. This, I wish
2: I had more of it memorized. Hi, it's Walter Kern from Byliner TV. Okay, uh,
0: this is obviously just an ad. So anyway, uh, you know, first thing I like about him, He's kind of a right winger, which I, uh, you know, like, so that's groovy. I, you know, I really dig that shit as he, as Elroy would say, um, where do we go next in terms of Elroy clips? Where do we go next ladies and gentlemen? oh I have a I have a pretty good idea let's uh, first off let me uh, let me go back here let me let me move my lower third here to the left hand side where I usually have my thing let me also let me also shrink the window a bit there okay there we are. Okay, um, we're we're kind of doing this editing live here on the floor, folks. All right, where else do I want to go here? Okay, um, ooh, let's see what uh what Elroy has to say about Jack. Kennedy and Marilyn Monroe, that whole affair. What the uh, actual story on that was. Clip number two. All right, let's get this full screen again, bingo.
1: Jack Kennedy, let's cut the shit on. He was a two-minute man, and he was hung like a fucking cashew. JFK, <laughs> light switch. You see this right here? Yeah, he was a member of the Cashew Club, the club no man wants to belong to. I mean, you, you know, who I got that from a club that Owen Benjamin
0: also belongs to. Most likely. I mean, Granity is what six, seven, six, eight. But anyone who talks about, you know, dicks, about how huge his penis, about how, you know, huge his, uh, you know, dick is, supposedly a guy who's obsessed about it, isn't that big in reality, probably, actually. So you're welcome. There's your obligatory Owen bash for the evening.
1: I got to from fucking Freddie Otash. Hey, kid. JFK was hung like a cashew. He was a two-minute... Freddie
0: Otash, for those of you who uh, are wondering, Freddie Otash was one of the real-life private eyes in Los Angeles in the 1950s who would uh, go around and basically dig up dirt on celebrities, and feed them to the early uh, tabloid rags here in America, like Confidential Magazine was one of them, Um, hence the name LA Confidential, hence the name uh, American Tabloid for one of Elroy's novels as well.
1: Batman. man. Jack Kennedy wanted to uh, 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 slip the schnitzel to the great women of the era over the course of two minutes bullshit with them for a while and send out for a club sandwich. That was Jack's deal right there. Jack was also, Wyman's words, a fucking hop He had every doctor on Bedford Drive in Beverly Hills writing the good shit for him. I know that to be true. It is true. boy. Man, the Beverly Hills pharmacies went out of stock when Jack the K. You know who told me talk. so?
2: George McGovern. Really? Yeah. 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 He told me one time Jack lost his black bag of meds in West Virginia on a campaign stop, and that the whole uh, situation shut. This is true, by the way. Jack
0: Kennedy was our, you know, first hophead head president. Our first functional drug. Our first, uh, you know, high-functioning drug addict of a, of a president. And by the way, Edward, Jack Kennedy was the one who wanted to send us to the moon, and we ended up doing it quite successfully in 69. You know, granted, he, he was a drug addict, but he still, you know, wasn't as crazy
2: as you are, so... down for three days while they tried to find it, because it was so scandalous, the thought that yeah. somebody else would. Yeah, Jack was a hophead. Jack was a hophead. He was a member of
1: uh, 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 the Cashew Club, but you asked me about Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. First of all, Jack didn't really have affairs. He was a misogynist. He didn't want to get too close to women. He was introduced to Marilyn Monroe by a producer named Charles Feldman in 1954. He probably saw her eight times for an hour and a pop. Up through her death in the summer of '62, she OD'd. There's no conspiracy.
2: Hi, it's Walter Kern from Byliner TV. Okay, now,
0: you know, we'll, we may. I don't want to dive into the uh, Mar- Marilyn Monroe conspiracies. There, there are conspiracy sees that she had dirt on the Kennedys, or that you know she had dirt on other people. Doesn't really matter. It was 50 years ago, and she was an actress. Okay, moving on. Uh, Probably, this is why I love O.O.I. the most. He is uh, super... He is super politically incorrect uh, in the way he uses words. And... uh, You know, he loves to use politically incorrect language. This is one of the things that I love about his uh, writing, even here in 2019. So, this clip is called James Elroy's Dictionary of Slang. So, let me... Get this full screen again and.
2: Okay. I want a dictionary of American urban slang yeah. that you fucking approve of. That's Listen, Daddy O, the first thing <laughs> Yiddish, you gotta embrace
1: Yiddish. <clears throat> it's from the gut, it just goes, it flies, and it looks good on the page. All those hard Gs and those hard Ks. Moving on, yep. if there's a hard C in any word that you write, you, Walter Kern, a C, like that, fuck that shit. Three Ks, K, Right? Yeah. Your name's Kern, K-I-R-N? Uh-uh, right. fuck that shit. K-K-K-I-R-N. You bring in some race shit. You bring in some white supremacist shit. It looks good on the page. It's outrageous.
2: It reads, oh, fuck, he said that, and it's funny. What does it mean? Before we came on, I said, you know, you're the Lenny Bruce of our time. Uh, I was trying to explain you to someone who hadn't read you the other day, and I said, uh, James cracked the genetic code of political correctness, and then he told the code to fuck off. He took the trashiest language in America and brought it front and center, which was the language of the tabloid, of the sleaze... Frank O'Connor,
1: the great novelist, circa 1900, wrote The Octopus, a muckraking book about the building of the railroad, said, Literature that cannot be vulgarized is no literature at all and will not last. I revel in the American idiom. I love slang of any kind. I love those big hard Ks. I love Yiddish. I love black, junky, Hepcat talk. I love police stories. I love racial invective. I love putting it yep, all together. Me and too. Having fucking fun with it. But there are people out there who honestly think that cracking a fag joke is an equal to offense to lynching that guy up in Wyoming. And it simply isn't the case. My favorite line from Shakedown, currently on sale from Byliner, Fred Otash ruminates. In Shakedown, I don't like Elroy. He's a right wing religious nut and a backer of Mitt Romney's current White House bid. I'm an Obama man. I dig the notion of a coon president. How can you not have fun with that
2: shit? Hi, it's Walter Kern from Byliner TV. Okay, I'm hoping so, you subscribe uh, and that you're gonna watch my show and others on the lip.
0: So, as I mentioned, Ladies ladies and gentlemen, I do wanna play uh, one more Well ac- actually, and eh, we're we're uh we're coming up on thirty minutes and I do wanna keep this show uh relatively short here tonight. Meh uh because I've gotta do some other stuff tonight. But he uh He's a terrific uh, author. And I really recommend that you guys check him out. Um, So I'll link to his Amazon page in the description of the uh, video for you guys. In the live stream. And um, also for those of you listening to the audio podcast. I would uh, love to make this show a little longer, but needless to say, I still have some things that I have to do around here before I uh, leave for my trip uh, in the past, present, future hour. So in a way, folks, uh, I hope you uh, enjoyed the show. I realized that it was a bit unorthodox for me to talk about like my favorite authors, um, but, you know... This book, this, uh, show wasn't necessarily political tonight, but, uh, I enjoyed diving into some other things tonight, and I hope you guys did, uh, too. I'll probably, like, review some other movies and whatnot in future episodes, um, as well. So in a way, folks, I want to thank you very much for, uh, tuning in to tonight's show. Uh, I hope you all are having a great weekend, as I'm enjoying... Uh, my vacation uh, or hopefully i will be enjoying my vacation when you guys see this so in way folks from all of us here uh NGc studios good night god bless and god save this great nation and i'll see you back once i uh here live next week uh good night god bless and uh please check out james Elroy's books God bless you all.